the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Come on, y'all. We're going to be wrapping up. We will not fear. Part five, let's go. We are wrapping it up because we're not going to give in to fear. We will not allow fear to rule our hearts and rule our mind and rule our thoughts and rule our life. Come on. We will resist fear. We will refuse fear. We will renounce fear and we will stand firm against fear. How are we going to do that? We're going to do that through our thoughts, through our actions, through our choices, through our decisions. We're going to give no place for the enemy. We're going to give no place for fear in our life. There's no room for fear when we are filled with joy. Come on. When we are filled with the love of God, then there's no room for fear. We, there's no room for fear. I remember when I was 16 years old. I was in a car accident. I was in a car accident. Back in the day, it wasn't buckle up, it's the law. It was buckle up, it's a choice, right? So we didn't, I didn't buckle my seatbelt. And because of that, we got in a car accident. And I flew and I hit the seatbelt buckle on the, on the it was in a van. And I, and I hit the seatbelt buckle thing where the belt comes out, right? So you see this like scar, whatever, Ambulance come, I get rushed to the hospital. We wait there, they have a plastic surgeon, so I have had plastic surgery, that's right. And they put my eye back together because it was splat, <laughs> you know. And the first thing I thought when it happened, I was praying in the spirit, you know, I thank God that no other word came out but the word, right? But I'm like, my eye, <laughs> my eye is gone. <laughs> but because it, when I hit, the skin fell over my eye, so it felt like my eye was gone, but my eye was there. But I'm like, oh, my eye, <laughs> my eye. Anyways, so I get to the hospital. I have the, they put me back together, and I get in the car. I remember this so so clearly. I get in the car. I'm with my mom. She gets in the car and I go to get the seatbelt and I am full of fear. And I'm not a fearful kid. I've never been a fearful kid. I'm like afraid of nothing. Quads, dirt bikes, let's go. Popping wheelies, flip off, jump back on, let's go. I just, I just didn't register fear. And so that was like my first time being like, oh my gosh, like I never want to get in a car again. And all these thoughts are flooding my mind. And all I did was sit down, grab the seatbelt. And as clear as I hear the click of the seatbelt, I was like, I will never be afraid to get in a car. I was 16 years old, filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with the Word of God. I knew that I would not give any room for fear in my life. I would not give any room for fear. Man, you see me now, I'd be flying around in a vehicle because I don't give fear, a, like I don't give no place for the enemy. I give no place for fear. As that 16-year-old kid to this not so 16-year-old kid today, I will not allow fear. That's a decision. It's a choice. We have to decide that we are not going to give no place for fear in our life. We're not going to let fear rule our life. Do you imagine if I never drove? I never drove. I never drove on the freeway. I never, I never got in a vehicle again. What am I going to do? Walk to church? Come on, what am I going to do? Walk to Hawaii? No thanks. Going to get in a car? And a, and a plane, whatever we need to do, let's go, right? 
whatever we need to do. And it's just like that. When I'm giving you guys the scriptures, you're hearing the word. This is how we apply it. When situations happen in our life, circumstances happen that we did not foresee, challenges come up, and we're going to have to decide. And just like that click of that seatbelt, I will not fear. I will not fear. And it's not like I was like preaching a message to my mom or I wasn't talking or anything. It was all in here. It was all in here. How many know that so many decisions are made right here? The enemy, if he could just get in with a thought, right? And then you allow him. He has no authority over you. You have to destroy yourself with your thoughts. But not us, not here, not at Love Life. We're taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. If that thought does not line up to the word of God, if that thought does not line up to what God says about me, come on, if that thought is not setting me free but it's making me bound, peace, be still. Peace, be gone. Be out of here, right? We're going to change that thought because fear is not from God. Fear is not from God. And when the Bible and Proverbs are talking about fear, it's talking about respect. It's talking about in awe. It's talking, you know, there's a difference when it's saying fear God. It's not that kind of fear like, ooh, no. It's respect and honor. We should have that respect for our parents, respect for authority, right? Respect. But fear is not from God. Paul said in 2 Timothy 1.7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. In that moment of clicking that seatbelt, right there in seconds, I was going to make a decision for the rest of my life. Am I going to be afraid to get in a vehicle or I will not fear? I will not fear because fear is not from God. And God hasn't given me a spirit of fear, but he's given me power, right? Love and a sound mind. For God has not given me a spirit of fear. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but power love and a sound mind of personal judgment come on personal discipline abilities that result in a calm well-balanced mind and self-control man y'all think I'm crazy and I'm over here trying to work on being calm right I'm bold but I have to make sure still that I am calm when fear comes knocking at my door fear nothing fear no one right God has given us his spirit and his spirit doesn't make us weak or fearful. His spirit doesn't make us weak or fearful. We are not afraid of challenges. We face fear head on. We face challenges in our relationship head on. We face challenges in our finances head on. We face challenges with our health head on. We're going to face these challenges because they're going to come. We're living in a fallen world. People are going to let us down. Sometimes our body lets us down. Sometimes we let ourselves down. But we're going to face these challenges with the word of God, with with, um, self-discipline, with good judgment, and a calm, well-balanced mind. Talk about mental health right here. We need to get our mental health from the word of God. I need a mental health day. Give him the word. Come on, pick up the Bible. Start meditating on the word of God and see how that changes your life. Instead of taking a mental health day and all you do is Netflixing and chilling all day, munchity, munch, munch, and crunchity, crunch, crunch, and you're wondering why you're in the same cycle, repeating again and again and again, watching depressing movies, depressing music, and it's all blaming, you know, I just heard a song. I was like, that is the stupidest song I've ever heard. I can't even think of it right now because I just wanted those thoughts out of my mind. It was so dumb. 
It was just like such a, dis- a depressing song about why it's your fault and you're still to blame and you done moved on, but no, no, no. It's like, bitter Betty, I ain't got no time for that song. I ain't got no time for that negativity. Be gone. I can't even remember one of the lyrics because I was so like, no, no. But sometimes, you know, like you get jump, you get like, you just, a song pops in and the song is so catchy, so whatever, and I hope he cheats, you know? And you're like, what? It's like, slash them tires. And it's all fun and dandy in a song until you're jamming to that song and you're mad at your man and there you are scratching up his tires and then now you in jail. Now you, now you, got, now you got your mug shot out there because you don't listen to that song on repeat. You got one little fight and your whole life has changed forever because you don't have a well-balanced, disciplined mind. You ain't got no kind of self-control. Woo! <sighs> Watch what you listen to. Think about what you're thinking about. And we're going to save lives, seriously. Because people got criminal records because they ain't got no control. This is serious. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. Your life will change forever, forever. Because you're not choosing to have a well-disciplined mind. We don't have a spirit of fear. We've got power, we've got love, and we've got a sound mind. Amen? We're, God, we're not fearful, right? Instead, the Spirit gives us power, love. He helps us control ourselves. Some of us need some help controlling ourselves, right? People don't get on our nerves and all kinds of things. Control yourself. Do you know that you are not responsible for the words spoken to you, but you are responsible for your response, You're responsible of how you react and how you respond to those words. And they are responsible for the words spoken. That's between them and God. Don't worry about that. When things are spoken, do not worry about those words that are spoken. Don't receive them. Don't repeat them. Don't meditate on them. You speak the word. You speak life. You speak love. And that's what you're going to meditate on. That's what you're going to repeat, right? Control your thoughts. Control your attitude. Your attitude follows your belief. Your attitude follows your belief. Do you believe those words spoken out? I don't believe them. People can say stupid things about me all the time. I could care less because I don't align my thinking up with those negative words. So I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna be like, oh, they don't think I'm cool. You imagine me in youth ministry. Oh, I tell people all this all the time. I don't understand why. I do understand because we're living in a weird generation, but like we're older people, adults, you're trying to be cool with teens. It's like you're the parent, okay? I'm not even a parent, and they open they're scared of what I'm gonna say to them. Like you're the parent, but we got we got a, we got parents and adults that are trying to be so cool with them, and what they need is somebody to lead them, somebody to guide them, somebody to correct them, somebody that loves them enough to tell them the truth, to speak the truth in their life. Say I love you. That's why I'm giving you this correction, right? Correction is love. If you ain't got nobody in your life correcting you, I'm sorry, but nobody loves you. Come here. Come to Love Life. You're going to get correction from the Word of God. You're going to get correction because God loves you, and he's got a plan for your life, and he has so much great things for you that you're going to need correction because you're not perfect. How many of us are perfect? Humble yourself. Humble yourself, or you're going to be humbled real quick. Humble yourself to the Word of God. Become teachable. Allow God's word to teach you about how to act and how to respond. It was so funny. I hadn't seen my grandparents in a long time. 
they come over uh, to have dinner. They come over to my house, and um, me and my sisters, they knew us growing up. We'd be fighting, boxing, killing each other. And then we'd be like, you all right? I'm all right. Let's go. Like, move on with life. And he, uh, my grandpa comes over, and um, I don't know, I'm cooking like five things at one time. And I'm like, should hey, grab that. Should tell, turn this off. And da, 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 da. And then it was like, we're just flowing together, you know? And my grandpa's like, where did you learn how to do that? And I'm like, what, grandpa? He's like, you know, how you guys just tell each other what to do and, and nobody's mad. And I'm like, I'm like, gramps, <laughs> you know what? The word of God will transform your life and your attitude. Because we're not, we, don't, we don't need to, nobody's greater than anybody in this house. We're all on the same team. We're better together. We're in this together. Your success is my success. Your victory is my victory. And your not burned beans are my not burned beans. Like, let's get it done. And, and we're not all the fields are not all on the table. We just know, hey, grab that, do this, listen. And then we sat down, everything was hot, everything was fresh. And my grandpa's like, it's just funny. But if you knew us growing up, we, would, we never got along. Well, Chattel and I, we never got along. If, if one of us told one of each other to do something, and it wasn't like a, a near-death experience, we were not going to do it. It was like battle of the wheels. Who's going to blink first? Not me. It's crazy. It's so crazy, right? But we, we, the word of God will transform you in every area of your life. And then people are looking and saying, why are you that way? My grandpa's like, where'd you learn that? Did you read a book? He's like, where'd you learn that? It was so cute. Yeah, it's called the word. It was adorable, though. He's 80, you know. It was adorable. Just He's just sitting back, you know, observing. It was so cute. But no, because God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. We don't fear each other. We got power, love, and a sound mind. God gives us courage, right? His word gives us a strong foundation of love, security, and victory. When you know that you already have the victory, you don't got to be worried about the challenge at hand. You don't have to worry about it. We already have the victory over fear. Victory is ours in Christ Jesus. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, 57, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory, making us conquerors through our Lord Jesus Christ. When you wake up in the morning, thanks be to God because he's given you the victory over this situation. Thanks be to God because he's given you the victory over this day. Thanks be to God. Instead of the first thing you do when you wake up is check up, check on your social media, check on the news. The first thing, we got a whole generation, they're just waking up and seeing what's their to-do, you know, on TikTok. TikTok has nothing to do with my to-do today. No, the word of God has everything to do. I have the victory in Christ Jesus. I'm going to conquer this day. Whatever it is, if you got phone calls to do, if you got homework to do, if you got whatever it is, you've got a new... Um, uh, an interview, you're going to a new level in your career, you're going, I mean, do you want to know how many people have been blowing up my phone worried about the Love uh, Life Study University test? I'm not kidding. If I could show you all the messages I have, um, do you got an in about the test? Do you know if there's going to be multiple choices? Is it going to be essay? What's, what's it going to be? Do you know what happens if I fail the test? Do I do it again? Do, um, what, if I, what if I have my spouse do it and I'll do it next time because then they're going to tell me, you know, what is that? Tell me what that is. Fear. That's fear because you don't messed up all your school years and now you're like, ah. 
And, and another one, who's grading the test? Another text I got, who's grading the test? And all I've been sending is emojis like this. I don't know. Y'all think it's my school. I'll be taking the test too. Let's go. We're going to learn together. We're going to learn together. You want to know why? We're, we are taking the test because we're hungry. We're hungry for what? For information. The Bible has information. We need a revelation of that information. Put it into application. And that's how we have transformation in every area of our life. In every area of our life. Of our health. Of our communication. Come on. Of our relationships relationships, of our wealth, our prosperity, of the way we think. We have the mind of Christ. We're setting our things, our focus on things above. God, like, we have the Holy Spirit. Come on, teacher, comforter, reminder, Lord, help us. (laughs) And who cares if you blow the test? Take it again. When we fall, what do we do? We get back up, and we get back up has nothing to do with your pride or no one's going to think you're lesser or greater or nothing. All a test is, is to show that you either understand the information or you don't. Not understanding information doesn't make you stupid. It just means you don't understand that information right now. But let me tell you, you may tomorrow or the next day or the next day. That's it. Don't worry about that. That's all the test is. Do you know how many tests we take in life and you're not passing because you're afraid of the test? In life. You're, not, you're afraid of how many people take their permit test. They take their real estate agent test. They take their barber test. They got their beauty school test. and like, ah, Whatever test it is. What, are you afraid of the test? Don't be afraid of the test. It's just revealing the information that you understand. Doesn't mean you're stupid. Just doesn't mean you understand all the information yet. Right? Yet. Get busy studying. You're going to be fine. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory over this test, makes us more than conquerors through Jesus. Come on. We are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. More than a conqueror. You already have the victory. Paul said in Romans 8.37, Yet, in all these things, come on, trials, tribulation, test. <laughs> in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. You know what? 50% is your mindset. <laughs> your mindset going into this situation. I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. No, I have the victory. I have the victory. I have the victory. Peace, be still. You need to calm yourself. Calm your mind and your heart. And you, you remind God. You talk to God. Give him thanks that you have the victory. You're going into this so that you can grow closer, greater understanding of his word, of his promises, of who you are in Christ Jesus. I'm excited for Life Study University. It's going to be good, right? We're going from faith to faith, level to level, glory to glory, level up. We already have the victory in Christ Jesus, and we have nothing to fear. We will not allow fear to rule our hearts and minds. So when the feeling of fear comes, don't allow it to rule your heart and your mind. Change your thought. Change your thoughts. Think about what you're thinking about. Jesus said in John 14, 27, peace. I leave with you. My perfect peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. Let my perfect peace calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge. We need to let the peace of Jesus 
Calm us for every circumstance. Give us courage and strength. I don't care if that's the stay-at-home mom or the businesswoman, entrepreneur, whatever it is that you're doing. You're going to school. You're getting your education. Whatever it is, calm. Let the peace of Jesus, that perfect peace, calm you in every circumstance and give you strength and courage to have the victory in that situation in that challenge when we choose to not let our heart be troubled we are strengthened and encouraged by the perfect peace of Jesus in that moment you have a choice to make just like that moment of the seatbelt buckling I had a choice to make will I fear a vehicle will I fear driving I will not fear just like that just like that. It's all in your thoughts. You need to make that choice that we're not going to fear. We've got nothing to fear. And when you choose not to fear, you're allowing that perfect peace to calm you, lead you, guide you, strengthen you, right? We do not run from fear. We confront it. We confront it. We tackle it. We address it. We handle it with the peace of Jesus. We tackle it. We confront it. We face it. We face our fears. You're not, you're, sometimes when you finally face it, you're like, I can't believe I've been running from that for so long. I can't believe I've been running from budgeting for so long. I can't believe I've been running from meal prepping for so long. I can't believe I've been running from just getting healthy. And I've, I can't believe I've been running from actually addressing the situation in my relationship for so long. You finally face it and move on. You're not a slave to it. Stop being bound by it, right? Move on, handle it, address it, tackle it. With what? With the peace of Jesus. Not with fear, not with anxiety, not with anger, not with depression. With the peace of Jesus. Right? Face fear and conquer whatever challenges life hands you. Jesus said in John 14, 1, Do not let your heart be troubled. Don't let it be afraid. But believe confidently in God and trust in him. Have faith. Hold on to it. Rely on it. Keep going and believe also in me. We believe in the Father and we believe in Jesus. We believe in the Father. We believe in Jesus. Right? You're going to put your trust in something. You're going to put your trust and your faith in something. Who is that something going to be? I choose it to be God. I choose it to be the Father. I choose it to be the Word, right? You're going to put your faith, your confidence in something. Is it, are you going to put it in yourself? Are you going to put it in your bank account? Some of us put our trust in our bank account. And when it's doing well, you're doing well. And when it's not, neither, you're, you're not. No. We put, you put your trust and your confidence in your job. You got a good job, a stable job. Woo, living on top of the world. You get fired, you're nobody. You're nothing. You're a loser. No, we put our trust, we put our faith, we put our confidence in God, in his word, that we're more than a conqueror. We fall down, we get back up, we're going to overcome this situation, right? Put your trust in your job, in your friends, in the world, in the government, or are you going to put your trust and your faith and your confidence in God and his word? You have to make the choice. Put your trust in the Father. Put your trust in Jesus. Put your trust in the work of the cross. Come on, put your trust in the Holy Spirit. Be led and guided and comforted. Put your trust in the word. Put your trust. Face fear with the authority of the word. You have that sure foundation of the love of God, of the word of God. You, you know, you walk into a situation with a totally different attitude when your confidence is in God. Your confidence is in his word. You're not going to just fall apart because a situation is happening to you, right? You speak to the storm. Peace 
be still. Speak to that sickness and disease. Peace, be still. Speak to that relationship that's going chaotic. Peace, be still. Whatever you need to do, speak to the storm. Speak to your heart. Speak to your mind. Do you know how many times you talk to yourself? You talk to yourself. You work yourself up. How about you work yourself down? Like, calm down. If I could tell you how many times I'm like, calm down, Sash. Calm down. Because I get easily agitated. Like, the littlest thing could set me off. And I have to make a decision that, no, it won't. Calm down. Do not allow these little things to irritate you. Do not allow that, right? Peace, be still. Peace. And be anxious for nothing. You're not going to be anxious about the situation. And you're not going to be anxious about something that hasn't even happened to you. Stop. Like, we just got to fear nothing. Fear no evil. Take control of your thoughts and think about what you're thinking about. Your attitude follows your belief. And it's proof that you trust God. When all this situation comes, there's years of MRIs, CT scans, doctor's reports, this scan, that scan, you got this issue, you got that issue. You're like, what? Jeez, what am I going to do? I'm going to put my trust in God. I'm going to put my faith in him. It's wild because I like taking care of people. I like nobody to take care of me. No one. Don't, don't, don't ask me how I'm doing. I love to call and say, how are you doing? This last situation that happened to me, what are we talking about? Like this month. I had surgery this month. <laughs> it's so far all gone. <laughs> and um, uh, it was, I think it was Maribel and Ernesto is the ones that I can remember that. They're like, how are you doing? Maribel's FaceTiming me and she's talking about something else. And I'm doing great. I'm keeping my thoughts right. I'm keeping my attitude right. I'm keeping the word of God. I know that I'm healed. I know that I'm more than a conqueror. And Maribel's like, how are you doing? It's FaceTime. I just start bawling. She's like, what happened? And I'm like, don't ask me how I'm doing. <laughs> don't ask me. And then I was on the phone with Ernesto. We were talking about like worship or whatever. And he's like, how are you? And it happened again. And I started crying and I'm like, don't ask me how I'm doing. <laughs> like, don't ask me how I'm doing. Because you know what? I don't ask myself how I'm doing. I'm not going to allow my feelings. That's what I'm saying. You can feel fear, but I'm not going to allow myself to go down that road. I'm not going to allow myself to fear what's going on. Or, and because I hate pity. Like, for some reason, it's just who I am or how I'm wired. Like, I'm an open book. I'll tell you anything, but not until I'm ready. Not until I'm in control of the situation. And that's why it's like, God, I trust you. I trust you. Your attitude follows your trust. And my trust is completely in God. And if it's not completely there yet, I don't want to talk to you about it. Like, the, I, I'm processing, processing, registering. That means that I'm taking my care and I'm casting it onto the Father. I'm giving all that worry, all that doubt, and I'm giving it to the Father. And if I have not fully done that yet, I don't want to talk to you. I don't, don't catch me in the middle of my processing. And that's why uh, even Pastor Lyle's like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm not ready to talk. <laughs> But I'll come up here and I'll preach the word. I'll come up here. I'll wake up every day. This is the day that the Lord has made. I remind myself, I'm not going to let my situation define me. I'm not going to let that circumstance, sickness, and disease to define who I am. 
but I will process it in due time. So it, it's just so funny. And the girls, like my sisters, they want to take care of me. I'm like, I don't want anybody to take care of me. But if you're in trouble, I'll be there. I want to know how you're doing. I'm praying for you. I got books ready to help. Let's do whatever we need to do. But when it's me, leave me alone. <laughs> it's just so weird. It's so weird. And um, my sister's like, how can, how can we help you? It's like, you can help me by not asking me how you can help me. <laughs> that will help me. <laughs> and then when I'm ready, and it's just so funny because on my way to the doctor, on my way for surgery, I just like to be calm. I like to be with my thoughts in a perfect place. I like to be, uh, this is just me being honest about how I process the fear that's trying to knock at my door and try to take control of my heart and mind. And I won't allow it. And I know that that's nobody else's responsibility but my own. So my sisters, as much as they love me, they can't fight my fight for me. And they're not called to and they don't need to. So I have to get in a place where I'm at perfect peace. And I know that God is in control. And I know that I'm going to the other side. And I know that I will wake up from this surgery. I will. And that's why when they're like, you won't remember this, I'm like, try me. I will remember this. The lady, the anesthesiologist comes in. She's like, you're not going to remember any of this. I'm like, I will remember this. I will remember this. And after the surgery, I, I tell Chantel, I'm telling her, dot, 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 dot. She's like, you already said that. I said, I know, but they said I wouldn't remember. <laughs> and then Chantel's like, okay, well, we'll see if you remember tomorrow. I'm like, are you testing me? You doubt that I'll remember this tomorrow? She's like, we'll see. Dot, dot, dot. I remember, Right. We're all just so funny, and, and that's my funny way, and that's my way, but your way is different. Your way of processing is different. But all I'm saying is give no room for fear. And you may feel fear, but you don't succumb to it. You don't bow to it and allow it to control your thoughts and your heart and your attitude. Your, your attitude follows your belief, and it's proof that you trust God, right? In this world, you will have troubles. No matter how spiritual you become, you're going to have troubles. Troubles come. Jesus said in John 16, 33, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace. In the world, Jesus is always talking about this perfect peace. And we don't understand it, but we receive it, we believe it, and we walk in it by faith. In the world, you will have tribulation and distress and suffering. But be courageous. Be confident. Be undaunted. Be filled with joy. I have overcome the world. My conquest is accomplished. It is finished. My victory abiding. Be confident. Be undaunted. Be filled with joy because you are an overcomer. You're an overcomer. What do you need to do? You need to guard your heart. You need to guard your heart. Guard your heart and your mind. Proverbs 4.23. Guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. It determines the course of your life. So when that fear is assaulting you, it's trying to torment you, you need to guard your heart and you guard your mind, right? Because it determines the course of your life. I will not allow de depression to determine the course of my life. I'm going to guard my heart. I will not allow anxiety to determine the course of my life. I'm going to guard my heart. I will not allow these things because I'm going to guard my heart and mind. The moment worry and fear and doubt tries to enter into your heart, choose to let the perfect peace of God guard your heart and mind. 
Guard your heart and mind. What is that? Your intellect, your will, your emotions, your personality, your, your character, your integrity. Guard your heart above all else. Guard these things for it determines the course of your life. What determines the course of your life? Your will, your intellect, your emotions, your personality, your integrity. Integrity matters. Come on. Your character. Proverbs 14.30. A calm and undisturbed mind and heart are the life and health to the body. But envy, jealousy, and wrath are like rottenness to the bones. One translation says it's cancer to the body. We gotta let go of worry. We've gotta let go of doubt. We gotta let go of any fear, any anger, any wrath, any envy. And a peaceful heart will lead to a healthy body. A peaceful heart that trusts in God. Come on, resist fear, resist worry, resist doubt. Check your thoughts and challenge your thoughts. Challenge your thought. If this thought doesn't line up to the Word of God, what God says about me, be gone. If this thought doesn't line up, come on, with love, it's got to go. Remember the goodness of God. Talk about the good. Talk about the good. Just like I was trying to remember what the doctor said I wouldn't remember, I kept speaking it. I kept speaking it because that was, I was, that's how I was going to remember. That's how I was going to remember. You know what else? I keep speaking the word, speaking the word, speaking my I am's because that's how I'm going to remember. In the time of need, you need those readily available scriptures, readily available thoughts of good, of God's mercy, of God's goodness that he brought you through. He'll do it again. Repeat the good and not the bad. Repeat the good words. Repeat the word of God, not the bad. It's crazy how easy it is to repeat the bad and forget the good. How many of you guys can remember like every negative thing spoken and you forget all the good? We need to, it's crazy. You repeat the bad report, the bad gossip, the bad words spoken of you. Stop repeating it. Stop repeating it. Stop repeating gossip. Stop repeating the evil report. Stop repeating the bad and negative things that you say. Stop. Stop repeating them. You're giving them life. You're keeping them alive by repeating them, repeating them. You know what? When something, when Pastor Dan says something good about me, I've been, I've been working here for 20 years. I've been here since I was 17 years old. So let me tell you, there's been a lot of correction to make me the woman I am today. A lot of correction. But those good words are the words that I will write down down. Those good words are the ones that I will repeat. And, and the, the negative ones were always for correction. And I remember that Pastor Dan loves me, that he has, he has, he sees way beyond what I could see for my life. He sees way beyond what I could see for myself. He sees a destiny that I could never even write myself. So I'm going to stick to those words. I'm going to apply them in my life so that I can have change. Guys, I was, seven, I was 16. I was in that car accident. And there was a settlement going to come, some small money. But you know, I was a big baller. 17. And that, that was right, right before I started working here. And so I was like, Pastor Dan, when that money comes in, I'm going to get an eclipse. And on that eclipse, I'm going to get a flame job. I'm going to get a flame job on that eclipse. I'm going to get a spoiler. I'm going to be like, bum, 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 man. You're going to hear, you're going to hear that bass when I come by. And I'm telling Pastor Dan this. And he's like, really? He's like, that's what you're going to do with that money? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so bold. And he's like, well, he's like, how would you, like, pick up Pastor Lyle from a conference with that car? And I looked at him, and I'm like, what in the world would she be doing in my car? <laughs> like, what? I looked at him like, why would she want to ride with me, you know? You know, she went like, boom, boom, boom. You know, Pastor Lyle, 
her little fancy suit. Imagine back in the day it was all suits and everything, you know. I couldn't even imagine myself dropping her off anywhere, picking her up, being at no conference with her. Like, what? Pastor Dan, you crazy. Do you want to know who has been to so many conferences with Pastor Lau? This girl right here. I have been traveling so many places with her, and Pastor Dan could see what I couldn't see. He could see something inside of me. So what he was trying to do was trying to help me become everything I could be. And when I had that heart and that at the center, always reminding myself that he believes the best. He sees greater than me. He sees far beyond what I could see. So this moment of correction is like, wow, today. Where my grandpa is at 80 years old, 20 years later saying, Miha, what happened? How do you guys have this? Did you read in a book? No. Pastor Dan showed us what it looked like. He showed us what it looked like to walk this thing out in every area of our life, and it transformed our lives. So, of course, I'm not going to repeat the bad. I'm going to learn from the bad. I'm going to change the behavior, but I'm going to repeat the good. I'm going to repeat the good. I'm going to repeat the good. Do you know God's word has correction for you? Write it down. Have that changed and repeat the good. Repeat the good. Not the evil, not the gossip, not the evil words. Come on. Humble yourself and cast your care onto the Father. 1 Peter 5, 6-7. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Set aside self-righteous pride. Set aside pride. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter if you look a fool. But you know what? Next time you won't. You're going to be smarter, faster, stronger, wiser. Yes. So that he may exalt you to a place of honor and service. Okay, so one time we're at this fancy conference in California. Tons of people, like thousands of people there, okay? And I have to be 18, maybe 18 years old. And uh, I just remember, like, uh, I, I had Pastor Lau's stuff, and I set her stuff down, and, I, and there was a seat next to her, and I go run to the back. And they're like, why didn't you sit next to Pastor Lau? She's over there in the front with all these people, like, you know, pastors. I'm, I'm like, why didn't you? <laughs> like, when people tell you what to do, I'm like, are you kidding me? It's just like, humble yourself. And then a few minutes later, Pastor Lau's like, Sasha, Sasha, can you come sit with me? And you, let me tell you, I wanted to be like, you get asked, okay? Imagine how humble I would be looking when she said, move out the way. <laughs> like, I just remember these little things. Humble yourself. And at the right time, at the due season, come on, got a little skin in the game. You come a little ways at the right, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God so that he may exalt you to a place of honor in his service at the appropriate time. Casting all your cares, casting all your anxieties, all your worries, all your, your Pinterest boards, all your, your um, what do we got going on? Uh, what are Vision boards, your goals. I cast Cast your cares to God. I should have been married by this time. I should have a ring by this time. I should have a house by this time. I should have this paid off by this time. I should, I should, I should, I should cast my care. I should cast my care. I will not live in fear. I will not live in worry. I will not live in doubt. I'm going to let God honor me in due season. Come on, we're going to wait for the right time. We're going to wait for his timing, God's timing, not our own, right? Casting all your cares and concerns onto him once and for all, for he cares about you with deepest affection, watches over you very carefully. Does anyone else try to help God? 
I cast my care and I pick it back up. I cast my care and I pick it back up. Like the older you get to, like I should have been this far. I should have had this. Should Stop with the should have's. No more should have's, no more would have's, no more nothing. Today is now. We're going to choose to build that savings account today. We're going to choose to get that work out in today. We're going to choose to eat what we meal prepped today, even though it's nasty and you're on day three and you're like over it. We're going to choose today. You guys, I have a new trick with uh, meal prepping. It's so exciting. So I only meal prep the protein and the veggies. And other, everything else, I mix it up. Because when I meal prepped everything for every single day for the week, by day three, I was like, this is disgusting. <laughs> Anybody else? <laughs> I just, I'm loving. So you only meal prep the um, protein and the veggie, and then you mix it up. You're going to have it in a taco. You're going to have it on a salad. But you got your protein and your veggie. Like, bam, blew my mind when I heard that trick. But cast your cares, right? Psalms 55:22. Cast your burden on the Lord. Release it, and he will sustain you and uphold you. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken, slip, fall, or fail. Fear not. Fear nothing. Do not worry. Worry doesn't change anything. It actually makes everything worse. Don't worry about tomorrow, right? Don't worry. Do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God and believe in Jesus. Believe in God and believe in Jesus. And do not allow your heart to be troubled. You have the power. I got the power. You got the power. You got the power. Power, love, and a sound mind. A well-disciplined mind, right? A well-disciplined mind where you have self-control, Love is patient. Love is kind. Walking in all the word of God, applying it to your life. Let's go. Fear not. We will not fear. We will not allow fear to rule our hearts and our minds. Amen? Amen. We're going to remind ourselves of the goodness of God because God is good and he's got a plan. And it will all work out together for our good. Just trust in him. Believe in him. Stand firm. Be courageous. God is good. Amen, amen, amen. I love you guys. Have a great night. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.